minutes, 's and welcome to the third episode for the year back after the the covid break and getting back in the swing of things Juddy, how are you going is it at the sixth episode of the year oh yeah season four episode six <laughs> why did we do so many early on uh we did a pre-season one and then we did a pre-round one and post round oh. one and then a pre-round two and then a post-round two all right back for round three welcome to dog talk where we are refreshingly low quality and uh, forgetful. Very forgetful, mate. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. We're um, it's good, good to have footy back, isn't it? Oh, mate. Yeah, watched a lot. Went into went into work and slung it. There's my boss. He's got a West Coast Eagles flag, and I was like, "What happened to your team on the weekend? What happened to your team on the weekend?" He's like, oh, I didn't, be home, mate. didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. <laughs> didn't watch. Didn't see a game. Didn't see didn't, a Didn't they play? I was like, mate, mate. Yeah. Like, fire that flag. Like, what do you mean? I was like, you got flogged by Gold Coast. Mm. But that, that was a flogging. Oh, mate, that was... That was just a little bit of icing on the Saturday cake that was the Saturday shitstorm cake. Gold Coast and Notori- they did. I think the last game they won was against us in round four the previous year. Oh, probably, yeah. Mate, we were talking about Gold Coast. We were like, five or six bucks. Like, whoa, don't see them winning. You, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Last episode, I considered it, did I? Yeah, you went 1 to 39, 6 bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I reckon I would have quickly considered it, but I thought they were a Monty, mate. No, nah, fair enough. I was going to put my house on the Eagles winning that game. That's a classic game. So, you know what? This is my theory. We're just jumping into Eagles talk. Uh, what do we call that? Hawk talk. The Hawk um, talk? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my theory on this is that I thought flat track bullies like playing Gold Coast in a hub, blah, blah, blah. It's actually the Eagles are out of their comfort zone. Like, yeah. They don't have their family. They had to fly and, um, you know, playing on a dewy track at Metricon with no Mate. crowd to like egg them on. And they're just like, nah, we can't handle this. There's not, you know what I mean? They're just like, where? It's Gold Coast. Like, mate, this is like 2,000 less people than we're used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gold Coast. We're born for this. They're like, what do you mean? This is like normal for this stadium. Oh man, the Eagles hate a wet track, eh? They they are, hate, they are they not hate anything that just changes. Yeah, they're a good they're a good four, not a soft eight or a heavy eight. Like they're yeah, they you, are wouldn't, you wouldn't bet on them on a wet down the track, no, would you? No, 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 no. They get they would no, they, they die run. on they yeah. die on the straight, bro. They run sideways in the wet. But um, for our loyal listeners who aren't. Interested in the West Coast game? Well, they're interested in us bagging them out. But what about that scoreline for the Fremantle Dockers Brisbane game? Hang on, how did you watch the game? What were you doing? How did I watch the game? The pub? Or? Oh, yeah. we went to the pub in Port Hedland, and I left at three quarter time to come back and watch the last quarter because the sun went down too far and it was blocking too much of my vision. So, oh, because there's, there's not good viewage on the TV. Nah, or shit, mate, it is a shocking pub. So, like, so you watched the. Out, the last quarter at home. Outside TV. Um, oh, no. And then, yeah, first, I was like, mate. Outside TV? Well, inside, outside area. I was yeah. like, I was like, why would they? Beer garden style. Oh, and 
it just kept getting worse and worse, and then yeah, third end of the third quarter, I just cracked you were shit. Just Mate, pretty good you did that. How how good was it watching those Mickey Walters goals early fourth quarter? Oh, man. Yeah, he's gun, hey. Um, mate, do you wanna know how I watched it? There's a few stories of this. So I have a mate that's a big demon supporter Ooh. and um so he demons played just after us. So it's literally our game was at one forty five, theirs was at four or something like that. So it's like, mate, come over, we'll get a carton of beers, we'll just watch it, I'll some things and shit. So I go to pick him up. I had the missus with me, so I just picked her up for an appointment. And I'm picking him up. We're getting some beers. And my girlfriend's like, Beck, or you know Beck, is like, oh, my God, there's a like pet bird getting attacked over there. Oh, like, yes. And she, like, runs out of the house. Or another car, sorry. We're at the BWS, like, near this dude's house. Runs out of the car, comes back, like, with a towel later. It's the whole thing. With a new bird. It's exactly the same as the bird we have. <laughs> Um, and so, like, we watched this game with this bird sitting in a cage near us. <laughs> We're calling it New Bird and Bird Person and all this stuff. Bird 2.0. Yeah. So, literally, he watched the Dockers game wearing a Dockers Guernsey that I gave him. And then he brought a D's Guernsey Ooh, over. Oh, Jersey swap. the D's game with... Him. With one wearing one of his, so we both were supporting each other's teams. Mate, the D's one, the D's one, that is like, oh, dude, that was, it is literally so identical. The Demons fans supporters than the Dockers fans supporters, except they're more like they get arrogant quicker. Yeah, that. I was... But like they, they, they hate each other. They hate themselves and they hate their team. <laughs> yeah, that Demons one was tough to watch. I was just like, how are you doing this to yourselves? That is painful to watch. Well, at the start, we're high five and we're like, mate, you got to, this is going to be 100 points. And then it's oh. like, oh, no more goals in the second half or whatever it was. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, that's how I watched it. We found a new bird. The bird's still here. We're trying to find out who owns it, get it back to its owner. But we've got two birds. So if we hear two different birds squawking, maybe people can try to pick up when a different bird is squawking. <laughs> no, new bird's pretty quiet and pretty timid. It's it pretty chill. heaps today as well, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's not chill. It's just like yeah, it's been getting thing. attacked by a crow, so I don't blame it. Yeah, no, that's all right. New birds are right. I don't mind it, even though it took a chunk out of my finger today. Well, let's jump into the yeah the main reason we're here. Unfortunately, we went down. Have you got score? I do have the score, mate. So unfortunately. Brisbane twelve nine eighty one to Dockers ten nine sixty nine dinner for two dinner mate. for two how are ya oh. yeah I know pretty bad well so what were your did you have any takeaways overall takeaways I've got a bunch to talk to you about but you go first uh, lack of quality in the end kind of did it and I thought Agreed. we um yeah that's my overall takeaway we had. <laughs> You remove a large chunk of that team and replace them with some of the outs. Like, I mean, you replace that that back line, you get rid of Hughes, Cox and Dooman. You can throw in Pierce, Hamling and Wilson. Maybe we find some replacements for Banners, Schultz and maybe Matera, Hogan, yep. Hogan for Darcy and maybe... Um, Maybe Bill, maybe Hill, Hill rolls back in, but like I just think in the end, like it was sad. Like if you have a look at our stats, man, like oh yeah, five, another game we should have won. F- but like I think even in tackles, Fife and Walters were two of the top three. In marks, I think we were two. Yeah. That 
disposals, goals, like eventually... Oh, they need help. Yeah, like, do you look around and just be like, oh, man, like, just just find a way. Like, just, just make it happen. Like, surely, eventually, yeah. So I just thought, in the end, unfortunately, we just... Yeah, too much quality versus not enough quality. Yeah, and there was some, yeah. Agreed. What, what's Passages. Your, yeah. Um, so I had a couple of things. So broadly, I think, very disappointing to get a sniff that close and with a bunch of different factors involved and go down in a short way again. But then also very disappointing that we sort of shoot ourselves in the foot constantly, um, which is why we end up in these positions. It's awesome that they come home hard and it's sort of, it's sort of very promising for the next couple of years. If they play like this and start getting good players, getting older and better and like more available, um, so I think we'll be good when we're full strength and I think we'll be good in like one or two years time when these players are a bit older. But um, it's also really frustrating that, you know, you're getting dragged across the line by Fife and Walters generally. And and I thought Aish was really good. I thought he was the other one that was really good. Yeah. Logue was, was really promising. Um, mate, what about this? We haven't had any goalless quarters yet. I checked. Yeah, that's two pretty rounds, interesting. No goalless quarters. And if you listen to, to the rain today... Um, there was a Swamp Thing that came out. And I, I think a Swamp Thing yeah. was a goalless quarter since 2012. And we were third on the list in the yeah. AFL for goalless quarters. It's something we talk about constantly. They love a goalless quarter. There are some pretty dockery, um, some dockery, dockery moments in that one. I loved the... Um, right, before we get to that, just on goalless quarters, the Swamp Thing, between 2016 and 2019, we've had... Thirty-four percent of our quarters goalless, so a third of goalless. One third. <laughs> yeah, that's obviously in the, the shit era. But yeah, one third of our quarters have been goalless. So oh, the fact bro. that we've had none so far is really good. Yeah, but how many quick Rocking singles? Trend. So many quick singles. Oh, dude, I think our whole problem is quick singles. Um, yeah, so go on. What were you about to say? A few very dockery things. Yeah, a few dockery moments. I love the um, the when we went for we went for the win, went long down. I think it was Luke Ryan played on somehow got a touched. Lob takes the mark, like yeah, just pro- and it's like man, how how can you nick someone's fingertips and still bomb it to like sixty five? So like how how you it was a questionable touched yeah. <laughs> if there was a crowd, that was no delight. Sure. I was like, how did you even hear that? I was like, when when you hear the umpire, you know how you can hear him yelling. It's like touch touch. Yeah. Um, and then the camera's panning out past fifty. I'm like, oh, I was like, how much did he touch it? <laughs> so, Wait, this is a side note. What were your thoughts on the camera angles? Because I thought they were horrible. Oh, <laughs> it bro. kept zooming in on weird things and like trying to follow the ball and it like it missed the ball. I thought definitely the camera people have been fired and they've just got in replacement players or something. The good ones are in quarantine? Yeah, they're all too close to the play. <laughs> but, um, um, all right, there's a couple other things I had. So Fifey had a pretty horrible first quarter and a half. Yeah. Good, good two and a half quarters. Um, Walters and Aish I thought were really good. Um, Logue. Took care of Hipwood and then got switched onto Cameron and shut him down basically. 
Um, Tucker had 10 touches in the first quarter and then had seven for the next three quarters. So he had 17 for the game. I was like, Tucker is killing it. Yeah. Like, yes, Tucker's arrived. And it's like, didn't see him again. It's basically just was off. <laughs> uh, and poor mate, Mundy. Mundy had a good first quarter, I think. He stepped somebody and I was like, oh, well, Mundy's good again. And then he just didn't really do much. Yeah, he uh, the next couple of weeks will probably tell us if Mundy's in his last season or not, and I think early signs are he is glue factory. So, yeah, so get your Mundy um, hail Mundy shirts now while you can. I think <laughs> well, the farewell game will get him in. Um, yeah. Oh man, how good's um, Charlie Cameron up at Brisbane? Here's a gun. Oh, here's a gun. So <laughs> he just plays full forward for him. Yeah, I know, but and poor um, poor Hughes plays on him. Um, I think Hughes is sort of, you can't, uh, he can't, Charlie Cameron tells up really good defenders and yeah. Hughes is sort of like a mid-range defender and he f- gave him a bath. But then I think also Hughes can probably play a role this week. I don't think Hughes necessarily needs to be dropped. Nah. But there's some just things with Hughes. So there was, what, 30 seconds left or 20 seconds left in the deep in the Brisbane back line and um, we're six points down. And Hughes sort of intercepts it, but doesn't mark it or whatever. It's, and so just pushed it out of bounds in the deep back pocket. It's like, mate, you know there's no time left. Like, you can't just be, like, playing the percentages there. Like, he's obviously got no confidence in his game. Yeah. It's also like, mate, if you get done holding the ball, it's better than you pushing it out of bounds and stop causing a stoppage and letting them win anyway. So, like, you may as well just let them have a shot. In the end, they got a shot on goal from the boundary and kicked a goal. So it didn't matter. It was the same result. So you may as well just take it on. And like, there's just not much gain. I was like, oh, Hughes, man, you need to, need to reset, hey. Angry face. He's always got like a real dramatic angry face, old Hughes. Yeah. I reckon Charlie Cameron, be- moving forward, man, if you're playing Brisbane, you've got to put your, you've got to put your key defender on him. You can't, you can't tag him with a, like a small defender type. I just reckon you've got to put... But you need to be quick enough. That's the other thing. I just reckon he's going to do your... Unless you've got, like, I don't know who you would have as a small defender talented enough to stop him. I reckon you put a bigger body on him and you try to shut him yeah. down that way. I reckon if, if, you, if you can get him on the lead, like, whatever, just try to push him wide, you know, like... I guess I guess it's the team defence thing it comes down to. You have to have guys really aware yeah. that he's going to sneak off and get out, you know, I don't know. I reckon putting Big Dars, a... Big Dars hurt his knee, though. Yeah, it came back scans were good, though. Yeah, he'll miss a couple of games. I think that's, we'll talk about that later. I think it's the best thing possible for us. I reckon we'll be a way better team this week. Yeah, with Lob running around and full not time. Against, yeah, not against Darcy. A big, um, one of my favourite boys coming back in this week, I reckon, is what the Darcy injury creates. Who? My boy Hoax, mate. Oh, yeah. The Coleman, 2020 Coleman medalist. Um, what was one other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, mate, tabs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Isn't Tabs just like the classic Freo player, the new Clive Waterhouse? You never know what he's going to do. Oh, man. He might kick... How good was that goal he kicked on his right from the point post? And then he can't kick a goal from 20 metres out directly in front. And then he can't hold the ball without dropping it on the wing. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you are... I think you asked last episode, you're like, what's the go with him? And I was just like, RIP. Like... Oh, mate. He may as well be with him. I mean, he could have kicked six goals. He kicked we, can two, we put three, it in the, can we try and him one in of them was a drop mark in the goal square that should have been paid. Can we try him in the back line? 
mate, there's there is no more a liability position than putting him in the back line. Like, he already causes goals against by marking or not marking the ball further up the ground. Like imagine him doing that shit near goals. He dropped that ball on the wing, and they went they went from the wing to the goal scoring kick to goal. Oh man, what about the one? Imagine where if he did that. In the, he oh, no. what about the one on the wing? He turned. He turned it over. That's the one I mean, mate. That was a goal. No, not the one <laughs> where he dropped it. The one yeah. where it was, I think it got spoiled out of bounds and then maybe five hit someone. So reversal. Yeah. And then it got kicked. Now, I just think as a full forward, I just don't know why can't... We need Hose. I think Hose can be that disgruntled, angry full forward. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Tabs... I think Hogs needs to be the cutthroat guy and Tabs needs to be, like Oz said, our second or third forward. He needs to be like an extra, and if he kicks two goals, everyone's like, oh, awesome, Tabs kicked a couple of goals. But he needs to be like literally an extra. He doesn't know where the big sticks are, like really. He doesn't know where he is at any given point. Like he nah. looks like his day. I think he had, we put him on concussion protocol constantly. Oh. He looks confused. But anyway, we'll move. do you want to jump into some Mate, of the... I've got something for you. Oh, yeah, you can go. So, so obviously there's a big... Uh, Pretty much our whole Facebook feed was about a oh, certain player, Dean Marquez. <laughs> um, so, and everyone was like, I hope you rip into him. Uh, like, I was like, oh, I need to just do some background on this guy. All right. So, <laughs> Dean Marquez has umpired just shy of 350 AFL matches. Started in 2002. So, it's his 19th season. In that time, he's officiated 12 finals. Well, his last one was in 2018, and then his one before that was in 2016. He's never done a grand final. No. In in terms of the top 15 games umpired, only two people have never umpired a grand final. It's him and Justin Justin Schmidt, and the rest have done at least two. <laughs> so, or like some of them have done like eight. So basically, he's just this dude that won't go away. <laughs> So, this Justin shit guy, I don't know who Justin Schmidt is. Schmidt. But he's done 15 finals and Margaret's done 12 finals. In that top 15 bracket, the next lowest is 26. And then after that guy, the most of them are like high 30s and low 40s. <laughs> so, literally these two are just the biggest shit kickers of the AFL. And it looks like in most of those seasons, they only did one final and they got binned. So, uh, he literally, statistically, is a bad umpire as well. <laughs> it's not just us. Oh, man. Where is he? Yeah, he's, just, uh, he's so lanky. He's so he lanky as He's just killed us. And it's like, yeah, that's not the reason we lost. Like, there's plenty of other things we could control, but it doesn't help. No. You know, it doesn't help. That was a goal. That was literally a goal from the goal square. That Tabs can't kick it from any further out than that. That, that would nah. have been the only time that Cavs can kick that goal. That, is, that, is... that was at the start of the fourth quarter to give us the momentum to go forward and run home. And we lost by 12 points. One of those goals was kicked in the last 10, 5 seconds. So we lost by 6 points. And you robbed us of one goal. So, yes, you affected the game. It was Dude, ideal Tabs length. How he doesn't get binned. Like, bin him. It's too hard to bin with all this quarantine stuff going on. Oh, man. It should be easier. Mate, we should just cough on him and shit. Well, did you want to move on to... We should just... We'll go through the, the Facebook post because a lot of them relate to this. We've got a, we've got a lot of dog talk people hating on him. Uh, the great man, Duck Johnny. He hates Dean Margetts. He is a cheat. 
I'm pretty sure Duck calls him Dean Margarets. Dean Margarets. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cheat, and a cheater don't change his spots. That is true, Tuck. Um, um, that's a funny. That's a funny comment too. Margarets is a mouth breather. That's from the other. The the other. His partner in crime, Mister Mister Andrew Oz. I had to. I had to Google that. Apparently, that means he's stupid. Yeah, it does. I breathe through Monkey, my mouth. A lot of the people you work with it <laughs> up in Portland are mouth breathers. I breathe through my mouth flat out, bro. Yeah. Um, You've learned. Richard. It's too hot up there. Richard Herbert Sadler reckons that he's as bent as a nine bob note. <laughs> yeah, good. I didn't Thank Google you. that one. Did you want to take no. guesses as what what? Well, what? there's no such thing as a nine bob note, so it's obviously a oh, because. <laughs> Nine bob meaning like nine dollars or nine quid, nine pound. I love that one. Big fan of yeah. that. Um, yeah, a lot of people upset about poor Dan and can understand. Um, did you want to Mate, move? Leone in? hit us up. I thought, didn't she? Yeah. So Leone Turner. She didn't give us a tip for the week, though. Uh, she doesn't told us whether she's still in the punt. I can't believe that we get sent to Queensland for five weeks to appease the bias of the AFL and we get Dean Maggot. What the fuck? Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, love is. watching the footy. Yeah, love watching the Man, oh, don't even get me started on the VFL. What do you mean? The bias. The VFL, mate. We're just playing in the VFL. They're like, they wouldn't even know what happened on the weekend. They'd be like, oh, what, what happened in Queensland? They're like, oh, the Eagles lost. That's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Richmond had to play up there in six weeks' time. Yeah. That's all they know. Um, Benny Foster. Oh, this is a good question, actually, and I would like to talk about this. So, Benny Foster reckons, does Juddy have a Queensland favourite? Because I hear the Suns went okay this week. We've been through the... And this is a this is a good topic of conversation. P.S. Any thoughts on Harley Bennell and the treatment of his injury by Melbourne? Um... Yes, so on both, uh, I don't, know. I, I don't have a favourite of Queensland teams. I like going to the footy and I like watching any team play. So I've seen a lot of Brisbane games. I haven't gone down to the Gold Coast to watch the Gold Coast. Brizzy are pretty sweet. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, like I, I'm happy to watch Brizzy. I'm particularly like Neil's playing there and yeah. Charlie Cameron's pretty exciting and all these guys. Um, just on that, Eric Hipwood. Uh, <laughs> Duck made the call that uh, he's actually looks like he's transitioning. <laughs> and I think it's pretty apt. He is transitioning. It looks like he's slowly going to... He'll be in the AFLW next oh, next year or something. Right. I don't know. He, he, I saw him out once and I, me and my mate were like, oh, it's Eric Hibbert. We're like, oh, God. Like, what is wrong with that guy? He looks like a weird serpent type. We're never going to be able to go mainstream. We're not politically correct enough. You're, ru- you're, ruining, <laughs> yeah. you're ruining our public dreams. I'm but it. Yeah. on the Harley Bennell thing, listen, straight yeah. up, why is he not re-injuring himself in BFL or some reserve league? Like, why isn't he playing... <laughs> yeah, I agree. Why isn't he playing why, dingoes? How, how dare Melbourne let him play AFL rather than six to ten weeks of lower league and then randomly he hurts his calf again? <laughs> Man, if I was Melbourne... If I was Goodwin, I'd be like, well, you've recruited him. Like, you've paid, you know, you want him here. Like, I don't give a fuck. He's coming into the team 
And if you're interested or whatever, like if you reckon he's that good to be recruited here, he's in the team. If you think he's in the, you have yeah. to have him in the team. So I think well, whoever, dude, who, imagine. So go on, sorry. Cut you off. I just reckon whoever's put him in has done the right thing. Whoever had that comp, like, oh, he could re-injure. It's like, well, like, agreed. If the people, anyone could, someone could snap their leg, someone could, anything could happen, and you could lose a player in a game. If you think he's in our best twenty-two, he's been declared fit. Put him in the fucking team. Like, Dude, agreed. How about this? How about we had however many passengers on the weekend? Eight oh. to ten? Imagine if we had Benel playing 50% game time and just, you know, when he came on, he was good. And then when he came off, some, some other kid got to go. Like, how many times in the last four to five years have we had shit players playing, like, 70% game time doing nothing, which we could have just had Benel playing 50% game time? Like, why does he need to play... 120 minutes of waffle before he can come into the, oh, Why does he need to come into the AFL as, like, playing out a whole game in the midfield? It's like, mate, just let him come in and play 50% game time. He'll be better than most of the players we have. He's got normal-sized arms. <laughs> yeah. Dude, play him in the forward pocket for 60% of the game and then bring him off. And he'll... Let, I'll give you the hot tip. He won't, he won't fumble the ball on the wing and cause a rebound goal. No. Like, do you know what I mean? I think the whole thing is... I, and if I was... And it looks like Ross Lyon has an awesome relationship with Harley Winnell. Like, I don't think it was ever Ross Lyon's call. But I think he... Ross Lyon is now saying, like, the recruiters at Rio suck and the medical team probably are horrendous. Oh, Webber's probably emailing him, like... What leeches did hey, you use? Hey, hey, hey. what leeches yeah. are you using over yeah. there? <laughs> yeah. Can you send me that? <laughs> you using more eye of newt in your, like, broth over there? It's, can you measure Harley Bennell's arms for me and tell me what length? <laughs> because at Frio, no, they were long. too long. Too long. And Matera has perfect, Schultz, perfect size little arms for the little attacks. You know attacks. why Bennell's arms are so long? Cool. Because... Uh, Weber had him on the stretching oh, machine yeah, stretching. for so long. <laughs> Down in the basement, like the, the stretching torture. Reckon, his arms got hell long. Do you reckon to play forward pocket, you just need to have, like, your arms need to be under a certain... That's yeah. like I, I think Weber, if Weber was in charge of drafting, we'd have dwarfs playing. <laughs> Literally dwarfs. Like, we nearly did with, like, Ballas and stuff. <laughs> He's so... like, these people in their arms are just way too long. <laughs> so, mm, Ideal forward pocket, quite nuggety, quite little. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, very nugget shape. Show me, they, they're showing some promise. He'd put him on the exercise bike and get him all red face and be like, "Show me your angry face." And go, "Oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy yeah. is perfect." Forward now stretch pocket. your arms out. <laughs> <laughs> Show me those lengths. Oh man, oh, yeah, our, our, our poor little guys. Well, that, oh, we've got one more important question that got actually directly messaged to us. Yeah, which we encourage. Uh, um, we're happy for that. And me and Monkey then both receive it at the same time and then we talk about it individually. Uh, so it's actually quite a good way to send us messages. Yeah, the only thing is you've got to put up with me trying to find it now. Um, how do I it's, s- it's really hard to find, hey? It's like deep in Facebook pages. How do I swap to talk, talk chat? No, I'll get it. Just bear with us. Messages, I'll have a look as well. Just yeah, everyone be. entertain yourselves for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's his... I'll get it. Inbox. Oh, yeah. Hey, if I find it for you... Nah, nah. Here we go. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler Marshall. Marshall. Sorry, Tyler. I got it. 
Do you want to read it? Marshall. Yeah, I'll read it. Can you read? Um, Hey, boys. Got a cue for the pod this week. Are honourable losses the best case scenario for us this year? We aren't a shot at the flag at all this year and probably need another two, another year or two of high picks to consolidate the rebuild. If we could add a top five pick again, it could set us up. I see a lot of commentary that we should be rising up the ladder already. The rebuild started with Logue, who is 22. Brayshaw and Chera only 20. Realistically, we are still three years away from the guys being drafted at the beginning of their rebuild, entering their prime. Good comment. What do you reckon? Spoken like a true Dockers fan, I reckon. Because where does where does the talent where's the accurate where's the talent come from? I mean, mean, we've spoken about five and Walters being quite up high. Who who you who are you putting in that mid range? Who's there? That's twenty. I mean, we've got Wilson. So Wilson. Oh, how old's so we've got a lot of twenty five, twenty six year olds now. Pierce, Pierce is good. Handling. Hogan is about 25. We've got heaps of 25-year-olds now, like because we all drafted them around 23, 24. Um, sorry, traded for them. Um, Acres would be around mid-20s. Yeah. So I think the only people that are a bit older, Mundy's 32 or 3 or something like that, maybe a bit older than that. Um, and then Stephen Hill's around 30. And then the rest of the guys are like late twenties to to mid twenties, and then there's a big gap. Yeah, Lob would be mid to late twenties; he'd be twenty six or so. And then there's heaps of guys like twenty two and under, twenty three and under. So we do have some people a bit old. Material would be late twenties, but like obviously he's not a main person. Little yeah, arms. We, yeah, his arms are still only like twenty, but his his body is twenty seven. It's weird. <laughs> Fuck, he looks old. <laughs> no, I think if, yeah, we, if so, we want to speed up, the, if we want to speed it up, like the Wilson, Ash, Pierce, Hogan, Lob, um, they need to they need to start producing play. hard um, play. Oh, mate, big time! <laughs> they need play. to they need to bridge the the gap of their performances and and get themselves Conquer up. Would be late twenties as well. Oh, Conquer is Conquer as well. We throw that into the list, but. He's dead right. I mean, we throw in, we we throw in the picks from last year. Maybe we add some more talent, but you really want to get there before. I mean, that's what we need. Like, you need that core. You need that core group of seven to eight players who are our mid-range players. Every team's got their stars. It's a battle of the mid-range, um, and then if you yeah, youngsters can chime up. But yeah, I think we've got too many passengers in that. Like, probably. Oh, we'll talk about that in this week's in and outs. But yeah, we have heaps of yeah, players that just fifty could, to one hundred twenty. You could literally games. put me or you in there, and we'd get about a similar result. Man, my arms are perfect size for forward pocket. Yeah, yeah little short arms. Oh, Maybe I, when you felt my wrist once, and you were like, "Oh, you got little girly wrists." <laughs> I think you do. I got big old. <laughs> I got big old tradey sausage fingers. I got little little jug sausage fingers. Bro, how is that photo? How is that photo I sent you of the guy selling his car on Facebook with the bloody fingers for toes? Toes. Yeah, that was weird. Mate, longest toes. Can you, toe can you give a little bit of um, a little bit of context to that comment? This is a new podcast. We should start. Is fingers for toes? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oh, this guy okay. he had 
I couldn't make, he had, so he was selling a car and I was just looking through his photos and his feet appear in one of the photos. The best, the best was it was a photo of the dash. It's yeah. like the weirdest thing. And then his toe was in the corner of it and you could just see how long his toes were. It was pretty gross. I couldn't make my fingers look that big. I couldn't put them, and the the best the thing that I hate and probably kind of don't mind is the fact that his big toe isn't in it, so you only get to see four, and it's like, show me the big toe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to see the big toe. Yeah. But anyway, fingers for toes, um, a podcast right, coming soon. Fingers and toes. Fingers for toes. Fingers for toes. Uh, quick MRP. Did you hear Eddie McGuire say that because the people, it's real slippery these days, we should have grip on the footies? What? He wants more ball grip. Grip. Yeah, he said it. He's like, we should get like rugby ball rubber, like little grip things because he's like, oh, people are slipping around too much. Like, how about the players just stop being such crabs? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I think don't change the footy. I think change the players' approach. He's got a point though. Like, it would stick a lot more, wouldn't it? Tabs would still drop it. Tabs no. would still throw yeah. the fucking thing out of the ground. Mate, you could, you could put. Fucking horse jizz on Tabs' hands and he's still dropping. <laughs> Mate, you could literally super glue it to his hands and he'd rock Mate, up the, he'd, he'd still, rock up the next day and he'd be like, What football? He'd still find a way to juggle it on the line and you know Dean Mike Getz is gonna be the umpire for our forward line. He's gonna be like, mm, free kick, I reckon, to hold, the opposition. Holding the ball. Yeah, holding the ball. Not holding the ball. <laughs> it's like reverse holding the ball. Nah, that's, a, that's an interesting. Uh, nah. Yeah, it's it's like a fine. Like I'm not going to suspend him, but it's I get like his point. Fine. I get his point. It would would it improve skills? No, because people like Matthew Tabernard are still running around. Yeah, I feel like it's a yeah. I, you know what? I think Eddie McGuire is on radio for like twelve hours a day. That if you're on radio that long, you're going to say some really dumb. Like if we were on. All day, we'd say some dumb shit. And I say some dumb shit all the time. I'm just lucky I'm not recording. Mate, I say it while we're recording in a 40-minute episode. Correct, you do. Regularly <laughs> as well. I'd be asking people to send in their photos of their finger feet. <laughs> all right, mate. You know what it's time for? Ooh. You hear that? Oh, mate. My, yes, the gambler. My multi last week. So I got my tips right on Thursday. I got my tips right on Friday. I got all of Saturday wrong. Well, Thursday was a draw. <laughs> so everyone got that right. Still head to head, bro. So I got all of yeah. Saturday wrong, and then I got all of Sunday right. You tip Frio on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Roughies, bro. Oh, your multi, sorry. Yeah, my multi. I thought you meant your tip tips. So my, my, my gambling thing is I just need to improve on my Saturday. I just need yeah, to... it's just Saturday. Yeah, oh man. Like, unfortunately, they play five games. Sunday was a weird day of footy, though. But you know what? We both hit our tips on Sunday. You tip North and I tip Saints. I think the other one was Essendon beat Sydney. Yeah, we had... Um, so, that. yeah, that's one, two... Who, going through, we both had Collingwood draw. That's fine. You went Geelong. So, you had Geelong. Yeah. We both went Dockers. We both went Melbourne. We both went West Coast... We both, yeah. ooh, I think I might have got you with the you North. Both nah, and then you got me you with the Saints. You went North. You went North. I got you with the Saints. So I think we both got one, two, three, four. I think we got five. I reckon we both got five. I got five in my actual tipping. Yeah, so we got five. I think each, I'm yeah. so pissed off that Collingwood lost because I feel like Collingwood yeah. had that game on toast. They, they did a Dockers, it. man. 
Man, last time we talked about West Coast losing, my old man is in a heavily biased West Coast tipping comp with the golf club. He was yeah. the, he was the only one that tipped Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, wow. And he's just done that out of spite, basically. And the best thing is all those old boys, because you know how you can check people's tips as soon as the game yeah. starts? They all check it and then they text each other and they're like, oh, you wanker, you tipped you tipped Gold Coast or whatever, like as soon as the game starts. And so then by the end of the night, my old man will have like seven people just firing messages at him and he'll just be messaging, you know what I mean? Like it's like a snowball yeah. thing with the old boys. So, <laughs> so he, he got them pretty good with that with that one there. I was pretty happy with him. <laughs> pretty, pretty happy with him. So, mate, you got North at 3.23 and I had Saints at 2.49 and we both had a win. Oh, yeah. I hit a few first goals. I hit Taylor Adams' first goal on Thursday night. That was paying 20-something. And I hit Dalhouse on Friday night paying like 20-something. It was good. good start to the week. We're off to a red hot. Well, let's pick some roughies for people. Yeah. What do you, what do you got, mate? You know, no, I'm going to jump straight in. I've got the Dockers at 345. <laughs> I, I reckon we got this. Mate, you didn't. And you, you know what? I'm going to tell you why. Firstly... We're going to have five changes, and they're all going to be senior players coming in for junior players, and Hogan's going to be one of those players. <laughs> and two, I just got an email from the club to, a day or two ago saying that they're probably going to have tickets to it, and do I want two? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> Down at Metricon playing Port. <laughs> so I might be there, and it's the Dockers, mate. And Porter comes. So you know, yeah, go on. Who do you pick? Uh, no, I, I like Porter travelling up as well. I think that's massive. I think that's a... That's a genuine. That's a genuine we, chance. We want to catch teams when they're on their peak and they're all confident. We don't want to catch teams when they need a lift. No, no, because we, <laughs> we, we will give them that lift. <sighs> I've got some odds for you if you want. If you are you looking? No, I'm having a look. No, I've been looking. I was yeah. Saints. I was tempted at at two ninety versus um, the Pies. Yeah, I can see uh, that. Do you know Richmond? Yeah. Do you know Richmond have um, Dusty Martin now? Yeah, the Hawks. Versus um, Hawks. Hawks were shit on the weekend, though. Yeah. yeah, I know. The Hawks is a tough one. I I can see... I'm going to... Dude, Carlton mm. weren't horrible for a half, and Geelong aren't as good as they seem. Yeah, there's... Carlton are paying five fifty. <laughs> I don't think Carlton can beat Geelong. I think I'm going to go Western Bulldogs. I think they yeah, will be. Yeah, good call. 2.30 versus yeah, The only thing I They were pretty shit on the weekend too, but so were the, so were the Giants. Yeah, I don't... At $2.35, that's... But I can see Hawthorne winning and I can see... Um, I can't see Carlton winning, but... I don't think you can see the Saints winning. I reckon the Pies sort that shit out. Yeah, I think the Pies will sort that out. That's probably... I mean, Melbourne $2.10 is a bit rough. Essendon is so hot and cold. It's not a very good tipping week. No, it's not. Particularly Sunday is pretty hard. Except for the Dockers game. Man, I don't <laughs> the Dockers properly. Mate, that's a fucking point of difference. Um, Alright, let's talk about this week, mate. So we play. Guess what time we play on Sunday? Oh, the classic slot. <laughs> it's like... It's like 6.40 in Queensland, so it'll be 4.40 for you um, at so, Metricon playing Port Adelaide. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to Broome this weekend. It's um, Sinead's birthday, oh. so we'll hopefully get back in time. Do you fly down there? Do you drive? Six hours. Oh, six hour up, drive. Broome's further go. up. Yeah, so six-hour drive north. should take about... Yeah, so you drive up there. 
Yeah, it'd be about 600 kilometers, so it takes about five hours. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah hopefully... Geraldton. Yeah, bro, we're going to get back by then. That's by good. F- no. Yeah, and then just not go watch it with the sun-affected pub. There's no good pubs to watch it here. Um, yeah. Hope, man, I'm just looking forward to when they announce the teams. Yeah, same. Tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be, mate. Surely they're going to swing it. it in. So I've been Hope listening to be a lot in. of the... Um, listening to Duff on Duff and Quarters podcast and listening to then um, Justin Longmuir on a quiz today, or like an um, interview today, and he's like, yeah, Hogan was very close last week. Obviously, Darcy going... Like, this is quite like, Darcy going out helps him. He's a very good chance this week. So, mate... Going down and watching him do the prep, the scratch match was pretty sweet as well. So, get a tip off from a mate from Perth who's like, "Oh yeah, Dockers are playing down like at the local level. It's usually the oval I played at um, last year or the year before." Um, when remember I said we we play, I played a bit of footy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that oval. It's like the same oval the Dockers and Lions were playing on. Um, so I've done a few tick leads on that oval, but never, uh, never actually that quick or uh, <laughs> never been hit. <laughs> but yeah, just watching him play, run around was pretty good. Um, but I think, I think Hogan comes in for certain. Wilson comes in for certain. Hill comes in almost certain. Sarong, you'd almost have to bet on him coming in. And then Sam Sturt or Valenti are the other two possible. So you could make six changes and I think it would be fair. Yeah. And the best is you'd be dropping an injured Ruckman and like Banfield, Dooman, Matera, Hughes, like out of form backs and forwards. <laughs> so it'd be like... Well, we just got to... We need to find... Man, we need to bring in some people who are going to kick some consistent goals and like... yeah. Can't it's weird be, that Hogan is literally a 60-goal-a-year forward. And can't be searching there. for five to kick three and Walters to kick two. Should have touched on... Should have touched Habs on... to kick two goals, three. Oh, man. Walters kicking two goals. Um, fucking... We could have five Brownlow votes and lose that game easily from last week. So, interestingly, I was listening and... So, you'd think five Walters, Neil... And Cameron would be the four that could get votes. Yep. And you'd be like, you could give the votes to five three. And and he did last year get that a lot, even if he wasn't necessarily the best player and the most impactful, he did get those. Then you could give Walters two. So you could give Neil one and Cameron couldn't get votes. You know what I mean? Like that that could happen. We could get three and two and not one and lose the game. <laughs> and that's what happened a lot last year. That's how we won his brown line man. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what we talked about. The week four, like he could easily improve and, and win another one because he's yeah he does that in his yeah, yeah he's growing. He kicked what he kicked three goals and he could have kicked more yeah and and he played a bad quarter. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah I don't know he could definitely win again. Um, anyone you want to see this week, mate, in particular besides the Hogman? Oh, I was just yeah Dude, mostly Hogman. Dude, if I see Hogan play his first game of this year, when I saw him play his first game of last year at Metricon, when we lost to the Gold Coast, which is like the worst, after we beat the Dogs by like a million, beat North, sorry, by a million, um, I reckon it'd be justice. Be like, Hogan, like, <laughs> revenge on how poorly you impact. No, I was 
fuck, I'm the biggest Hogan fan, man. I love Hogan. I, I think, think we just need to... the answer to our... He is, he is the next 10-year forward for us. We need to come... We need to get some reward for effort in... In my opinion, like the biggest in one of this goal. week, or just in general, yeah. like we really need no, to in front of goal. We need yeah. reward for effort in front of goal, and, and our no, best chance is bringing in a proven young forward <laughs> called Jesse Hogan. Don't let don't let him off to a three goal start. One, no no goals with two minutes left in the quarter, and yeah, great call. And then I think we'll be all right. I think we just need to stay, in, stay in the game. If we have the ball within 10 metres of goal, it has to be a goal. If and we just, are holding the football 10 metres out from our goal and we don't score a goal, that should be a weak suspension, club suspension. It should be oh. like, no, you're out. Because <laughs> that, that would save us a lot of pain if we just had a team rule for that. Seems not. Well. Yeah. On that note. On that note, mate, I really hope that you, you should keep everyone updated and let us know if you get to go to the game. You'll be one of the first known yeah, Docker supporters that get to go to it. You should keep us updated on that little... Um, oh, I will. I'm sure I'll everyone on the social media is awesome. all... Thanks heaps to everyone that bothers I'll to listen. at Matt underscore John. <laughs> and I'll post regular stories. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in and thanks That's for having good. a listen. Um... Fuck, we haven't had a... Yeah, hopefully we get back together next week with a win. Mate, it'd be so good. It's particularly knocking off first on the ladder. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm quietly bullish that we will play better this week. <laughs> we played two okay teams and we've been pretty good. I reckon we'll be okay this week. I don't know if we'll win, but I reckon we'll be okay. Well, and regardless... 3.45 odds, you'd, you'd want that, wouldn't you? In the, in the late Sunday Arvo slot, which we do love, hopefully um, we get up. And I'm sure if you're there, we'll definitely get up. All right, mate. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thanks for tuning in again. Thank you.